Welcome to the Extraordinary Life Podcast from the creator of the Extraordinary Life Tribe, Crystal Obergon. The self-development podcast propelling you forward toward your goals using science-backed high-performance habits. Reach the next level in your physical and mental health. See new heights in your relationships. Gain clarity on your purpose and live your extraordinary life. Welcome your host, writer, speaker, and coach, Crystal Obergon. Hi there. This is Crystal from Crystal Obergon Coaching. And this week, I am continuing with the topic of getting back to our routines and habits. And this week, I really want to go more into the why. So we don't really want to be doing new routines and habits just because it's the thing to do. There's actually a reason for it. And most of the reasoning is that we want to feel good emotionally, physically. We want to be motivated. We want to accomplish our goals. We want to have great relationships. All those things are part of why we want to focus on this month is because when we have these things in place, When we have tools, then we can use all those things. And so today I'm going to go through eight different tools that I use. And I will say that I don't use all of them all of the time. Sometimes, so some of them are built into my regular routines and then others I have for when I need them, basically. And I also won't go super deep into what all the benefits of them, but if you go to whether you're listening, watching, or reading the blog, I will have a place where I will send you links to previous blog posts that I've done that go into more detail. And there are a few of them that I have not gone into depth on, and I will do those in the future. So let's get started. The first one I will start with is sleep. And we don't usually think of sleep as a tool, but oftentimes it's, it is. If you're not getting your sleep, then all the other things become a lot more difficult. And really, that's why our bodies crave the routine when we're running with our natural body biorhythms, really. So you could be a late night person or you could be an early morning person like me. Whatever it is, you'll know most of my audience is old enough that if you're a morning person or if you're a night person or maybe it's shifted as you've gotten older. But that's really why routines can be so important is because our body likes it when we go to sleep at the same time each night. It likes it when we wake up at the same time each morning. And there are a lot of things that go with that. And if you're not getting your sleep, then when oftentimes you don't get up early enough to do the routines and use the tools that help you, You don't eat as well because you feel like you're hungry even when you're not, or you crave foods that don't really help your energy. And you can be cranky and even just pessimistic. So 
I will link to an article I did on sleep and I have a whole PDF download guide on getting good sleep. So the second one is meditation. And that's part of my normal morning routine when I'm getting sleep and all those other things. And that's something that I'm trying to get back to this month. And meditation is great. It calms your nervous system. It helps your body use energy more efficiently, reduces stress, controls anxiety. It leads to a more positive self-image more positive outlook on life, improves sleep. So doing something in the morning can help your sleep later, or maybe you're a night person and you prefer to do your meditation later on in the day. And decreases your blood pressure. So it has all these great things. It is a tool. It's best if you do it every day. And I will um, link to some resources that I use to help make that happen. All right. The third one is something that's not part of my usual routine yet, but it is something that I have been using probably for the past two years off and on. I should make it part of my routine. I feel great when I do, but that is emotional freedom technique. Basically, it's a system of tapping on different um, meridian points while saying specific words. So. You focus on a negative emotion while you're tapping it first. And basically the tapping sends a calming signal to your brain. And they're the same points that are used in acupressure. Basically, it helps your mind understand that it's not actually in danger, which is helpful. So that's something I've used more. That's something that I will do a future episode on because I think that it can be really important. It is proven to reduce cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and which reduces stress, improves sleep again, reduces anxiety, can relieve pain, increase productivity. I use a the Tapping Solution app, but there's also videos on YouTube. There are a lot of resources to learn about it. The next one is yoga or some other um, body movement really to help basically to help your body feel good. And probably all of the above that I just mentioned for tapping are a result or effect of doing yoga. And I practice yoga at least a couple days a week with my teacher. And then I try to do some on my own, but I've also in the past probably nine months, I have been working with somebody that is, has been teaching me. It's called the Egoscue method. And so that's something that is about 15 minutes a day. It's called also posture therapy. So I have somebody, maybe I'll interview her at some point, but she gives me specific exercises again to make my body feel good, especially. If I'm sitting a lot and in the past year and a half, I'm not out and about as much. It's helped my back feel better, my hips, my shoulders, my neck, all those things. And again, there are all these scientific positive effects that are shown for these methods. But all in all, 
it makes me feel good. And, and that's, I, I can feel that. So that's why I use a lot of these tools. So these should be daily. I try for daily. I don't always, I'm not always successful. All right. And then the fifth one is gratitude. I write in my gratitude journal. I just did a big episode on that not too long ago. I'll link to it. But basically, for me, I can feel that it creates a positive focus, especially if things are going on. There's been a lot going on for me lately with fires and my family evacuated and just seeing a lot of that happening. And so using the gratitude journal, it does. It really helps. And I'll do a link to that as well. And then this is one that you wouldn't always think of, but good nutrition. It's a tool when you're eating the right foods for your body that give you energy, then you just feel better. And sometimes that's working with food sensitivities have been big for me. I know my daughter especially had a really big improvement in energy by taking gluten out. And she did a bunch of testing to beforehand. She really needed to see the proof and she definitely feels much better energy-wise and her mood and all those things. So finding what works for you, I'm not saying everyone needs to take gluten out of their diet, but eating good, healthy, whole foods can really make a huge difference. And if you've been following me a while, that's really how I got started with helping my son with some behavioral issues following a hospitalization. So you can cruise way back to see how much I've um, seen an impact from that. And then going with that is, is exercise, same as above. We often think of exercise as just something that you need to do physically for your body, and it is but it also helps improve your mood, your sleep, your energy, all those things, your outlook on life, your relationships. Exercise can be huge and really getting your heart rate up can, can be helpful. And then something like this, my, my planner, I use that. I try to use that every day, at least during the week, and it helps me stay focused. And it's a tool I use. I try and fill it out in the morning. And it also has some prompts and some journal prompts that I use. And it really helps me remember why. Like, why am I doing this work? Why do I need to do these things? Is there anybody that I really need to help or focus on being my best person for? It's good. And then actually, I included walking separate from exercise. And yes, walking is exercise, but just going for a simple 15 or 20 minute walk, or sometimes it can just be going for a walk out to the mailbox between tasks that can help me just center my body, move a little bit, helps my eyes look out at the horizon and yeah, just it, that can be simple. So those are seven, eight if you include walking. And I will, I will try to put notes for where you can find out more about all of these tools. 
And I would love to have you share some tools that work for you to keep you really feeling good in your body, your mind, your emotions, um, spirituality, whatever it is that helps you feel good. Till next week, be extraordinary. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Life Podcast with writer and coach, Crystal Obergon. We'd love to connect with you outside of the podcast too. To find more helpful insights, show notes, and more about Crystal, go to crystalobergon.com. That's O-B-R-E-G-O-N, where you will also find info for the Design Your Decade Workshop. This workshop will help you to stop drifting and start creating. Until next time, be extraordinary.